Welcome to Aeon's HR Talks podcast series, where we'll be covering a range of hot topics in company benefits, rewards and well-being. In each episode, we'll be talking to experts in the field to hear their thoughts on key trends and themes and to share actionable insights. I'm your host, Olga Paskins from Aeon, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Today, we're talking to John Bryant, Director Technology and Engagement at Aon, who is going to be talking to us about the digital revolution over the past decade and his predictions for how this will impact employee benefits. John, thank you for joining us. To start, can you please tell us a bit about yourself and your role at Aon? Hi, Olga. Well, well, thank you for having me today. A little bit about myself. I've joined the industry, or joined an insurance company uh, when I left university many years ago and had the just the pleasure and delight in working right the way across the employee industry, employee benefits industry, from, from retirement, investment, through to health, risk, um, flexible benefits, and, and ultimately really, really underpinned with technology and engagement throughout the whole of my career. Been at Aon now eight years and have the honor of leading the technology and engagement business. Within that business, we provide strategic consulting advice focused on innovation and creativity alongside a range of successful solutions and products. Fantastic and welcome. Diving into all things digital then, could you provide an overview of the transformation we've seen in the past 10 years? Yes, Olga. We've seen a huge amount of change in the past 10 years. If we look back to to 2011, only 27% of the global population owned a smartphone. Today, that figure is 78%. This instant access to digital platforms have revolutionized the the consumer experience with the, the whole world around us how we communicate with each other and how companies operate. We've seen a huge shift towards taking not just a digital first approach, but in prioritizing mobile experiences, because that's where the audience is. I often see commentaries about living in such a fast paced, always on society. All of this is due to digital transformation. When you can have everything you can possibly need, entertainment, retail, food, financial services, news at the touch of a button, it has a huge impact on how we act. You don't just see societal changes, you see it at an individual level too. Technology has shortened our attention spans and can have implications on our well-being. A 2018 survey found that a third of um, respondents felt anxious if they didn't check their phone messages. And me, myself, I know I have to stop myself leaning over first thing in the morning to check my phone. Not only is the world around us changing rapidly, but we're also physiologically changing in response to that world. Okay, so if you had to pick one company that actually had the most impact, who would you pick and why? I think for many people, that would be a really difficult question. For me, it's really easy. Without a doubt, it has to be Amazon. It's so easy to look at Amazon now, this monolithic corporation with as many bad headlines as good. And forget about just how much that brand has transformed the B2C space. Amazon has become synonymous with the online retail. It's become more than just a bookshop that it used to be. More than 60% of consumers start their online shopping searches on Amazon rather than Google. I do it 100% of the time. Why? Because they know it's, it'll probably be there. They know it'll be a competitive price. They know they might get prime next day delivery. From a decision-making perspective, they can do everything they want on the Amazon platform, from comparative research to reading verified reviews. It has it all. Amazon has simultaneously built a powerhouse e-commerce platform and an operationally slick delivery network. Many companies can do one of the two, 
and often outsource the delivery part to a third party providers. But the critical part of this Venn diagram is, is the middle bit. 50 years ago, people shopped at their local high street. Then we started to see mega supermarkets emerge, creating destination shops. 20 years ago, people started to shift their buying behavior online. In the past 10 years, we've seen a huge amount of change as user expectations shift towards the framework built by digital companies, with Amazon leading from the front on much of that innovation. And how does that influence the employee benefits space then? It's a really difficult one for employers to get their head around, but it's so important. It's so important that we don't lose the sight of, of employees as consumers. Yes, you share an employer, or you at least do at that point in your life. Um, or you are, or indeed, obviously are the employer. But we're interacting with them in the context of consumers as well as employees. And they're all that consumers, that means they're consumers both in and out of work. If you offer retail benefits, for example, how does your experience align with the B2C convention? How easy is it for people to get the discounts you offer? Do you provide free next day delivery? The benchmark has been set by these B2B, B2C businesses, and it's a very high one. Employee benefits need to align with user expectations. You need to put the consumer first. How do companies do that? It's actually really simple, sort of conceptually. You ask them. You physically go out and you ask them. Find out what support they need or what they think and feel about the organization. You can utilize traditional surveys or my own preference is use a neuroscience-based tool like, uh, like our own reflections tool to dig beneath the surface and actually utilize data on how they really feel, not just on how they say they feel. That way you, you pull together the data that can underpin the direction you need to travel to ensure you're providing the right benefits that actually matter to employees. Once this has been defined, then the strategy, the goals and the measurements will naturally follow. One of the areas that Benefits and Trends Survey looks at each year is the disconnect in employee engagement. Can you talk us through that? There's been a huge talk. I've been in the industry nearly 25 years and, and engagement, employee engagement was a hot topic 25 years ago. So last year, the survey showed that benefits engagement was key to nearly all businesses. 98% of companies said it was important to them. Look, I'm, I'm really surprised at what are the 2% of companies that say isn't important to them doing. But then when we look at how many businesses have a specific engagement strategy, this actually drops to a third. And indeed, when I ask Aon clients, it actually drops to around 10% that have actually codified this or actually written it down. So there's a huge disconnect between the importance or what employees are saying are important around engagement and actually what they're doing or are they actually implementing a strategy. This probably isn't surprising to many people. It's actually really difficult to connect with users but there are loads that employers can do to help facilitate this engagement. Can you think of any digital examples that we could maybe learn from? For me, for me, it's Netflix. Netflix are, are they're just fantastic at engaging with their users. They've invested millions in algorithms powered by machine learning in order to create engaging experiences which totally bespoke to each user profile. With Netflix engagement, it's business critical. If they don't do it, they're out of business. If you don't engage with your users within the first 90 seconds of them landing on the home screen, they'll go and watch something else. There's so much choice out there. If that happens enough times, they'll cancel their subscription. We saw in the pandemic people going through and, and really looking at their bills and, and really looking at what they spend out on. And Netflix was a key component of that, yet not many people canceled their subscription. Sounds harsh, but that's the reality they face. This means that the whole business model depends on them engaging users near instantaneously. 
that's really interesting. How can businesses adopt a similar approach to Netflix then when it comes to benefits engagement, ideally without spending millions? The budget doesn't actually matter. Companies can take the core principles, driving those algorithms and applying those them to employee benefits. It comes back to employee research. Understand what's important and know their interests. What matters to your employees? What do they care about? Where do they need support? You then need to deliver a strategy built around these elements via a personalized user-friendly format. Follow your audience. You need to engage with them before they will engage with you. Yeah. Employee engagement is probably best associated with communications, isn't it? How can employers use digital to enhance their communication plans? Oh, yeah, comms. Look, communications are a great example of where we see a disconnect between the consumer experience and employee benefits. We just think about it. Outside of work, consumers might be watching TikTok videos or reading lifestyle blogs. How many businesses deliver employee benefits information through snappy video content or blog articles? There isn't many. Employee benefits programs are just like any other company. They compete for space in a person's consciousness when they have a million and one other things to do. Do you really want to go and read that boring article on a pension or do you want to go and check the next Instagram post that you've seen or go onto Snapchat? When you consider it like that, you suddenly start to understand the challenges that em employers face. So businesses need to find a way to cut through this noise and blanket quarterly emails are probably not going to achieve that. Consider sending to the reward summary videos or weave in your value proposition throughout the entire benefits experience. Automate trigger communications based on moments of truth for your employees so they're more likely to engage in news channels that are most effective. For example, push notifications are over seven times more effective than emails. People want real-time updates at the touch of a button, not an out outdated snapshot from like eight months ago. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I guess we've spoken already about creating a good consumer experience, but how does it translate in terms of delivery? A good experience is created obviously through great delivery. If we look at Spotify, for example, they have 70 million or so songs on their platform. I've probably even got that number wrong. It's probably changed already today. And yet managed to not overwhelm users with too much choice. The same can happen with benefits. Streamlining choice based on life stages or an employee's preferences or their previous behavior or other demographic or even attitudinal information can help improve the effectiveness. It's important that employee benefits are accessible. Accessibility shall underpin every decision around experience and delivery. Monzo, for example, they're, they're just brilliant, aggregating huge amounts of financial data, which can be pretty dry at the best of times, and categorize it into a user-friendly format. Not only is this information instantly accessible via their app, it's also like cognitively easy to review. If you were given the choice between manually wading through your month's expenditures versus some categorized summary charts, I know which one I'd, I'd pick. However, remember that you also need to consider accessibility through the diversity and inclusion lens. This is a digital specialism in its own right, and it's an area that many employers fall foul of. There's also a huge generational piece. As I touched on earlier, we've seen a huge amount of change in the past 20 years. And as consumers, it's certainly a lot for us to get our heads around, with many of us old enough to remember the pre-smartphone days of dial-up internet. Indeed, I remember that I was 24 when I got my first mobile phone. It's something that is just completely alien to my children. When designing digital experiences, companies need to ensure they are being inclusive across the workforce. Let's say you switch from paper 
pension statements to a real-time app-based report. Sure, the benefits for your employees will be huge, but be mindful of the process for users. Digital natives will invariably have an advantage when it comes to accessing their pension via an app, but not everyone will adapt so easily. Build training and resources into your rollout plan, use multiple channels, and create an intuitive platform. Thanks so much, John, for that. That's really interesting. If you had to focus on three key points for employers to action today, what would they be? The first one is easily the most important one. A clear and concise strategy underpinned by real data. Real data is absolutely critical. Without this, you're just guessing and you're making decisions based on your own or your work stream and committee, if that's how you're making decisions, inbuilt biases. And that is something that all businesses should shy away from. The second point is start with the core elements that will really make a difference to you. Don't get waylaid by loads of bells and whistles, and you you often see that in the digital space. They can come later if they're actually aligned with your strategy. And the third point is measure, measure, measure. Don't be afraid to take a calculated risk and even get things wrong, but be prepared to change direction quickly should the data tell you that things aren't working. Fantastic. Thank you, John, for your time today. Absolute pleasure, Olga. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's conversation, look out for more HR Talks episodes from Aon. If you have any questions or would like to find out more, please email us at letstalkbenefits at aon.co.uk or head to our website aon.co.uk forward slash employee benefits.